0: All right, man, welcome to the 290 Mo podcast. I appreciate your time. If you could introduce yourself, my viewers and listeners.
1: All right, my name is Artist Josa uh, from Chicago. Um, you can find me on all platforms Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat, all that. Uh, artist Josa, artist J O S A. Um, I got a new song coming out. Should be today, should be on all platforms, you know, as of right now. When y'all see this, it should be already out. Um, but it's called something and we got more to come, so stay tuned.
0: Okay, that's what's up, that's what's up, man. I don't know if you're familiar with the show, man, but I like to get the full story, man. So I'm mm-hmm. gonna we'll start from the beginning, man. Talk to me about your childhood growing up. What was that like? Uh shit. So um man, it was kinda rough.
1: You know, it was just me and my OG a lot of the times. Moved around, bounced around everywhere. Um You know, when we did get to like a place where we we're there for a minute. You know, just a lot of uh, negative energy coming into the life. You know, problems arising in the household, whether it be with, you know, alcoholism, you know, abuse, all that stuff. Um, You know, and that that really did shape the way I do things now and the way I move forward, the way I treat people. Um, But, yeah, as far as I can remember, even when I was little, like, my mom always raised me an old soul. So, like you know what she could have because she always worked like two two three jobs when she was there around she was showing me you know slight music slight you know tv shows and shit, you know from her days um but like you know growing up we were part two so like my my tv growing up was a vhs mm-hmm. you know or like i remember as far as like i think it was like five years old six years old you know our neighbor. They don't look he, old enough to know about nothing about no VHS, man. Come no <laughs> on. one of our neighbors he he gave he gave me a TV. I remember this being one of my first TV. The motherfucker had knobs on it. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you know, as a kid, you know, turning the knob of the fucking TV. It was like, you know, but that's that's just how I was raised. You know, my mom, she was, you know, she had me young, 18, um, and you know, most most of like my uncles are old souls too. Like, you know, so. That's that's basically
0: how it was for me growing up, you know, just okay. going through that, dealing with all that. All right, you growing up, man, they like, man, sure, you can be anything you want to be, you know what I'm saying? So growing up, what was your aspiration? you want to be a hooper, a doctor, a lawyer? What, when you was growing up, what did you want to be?
1: It's funny, my, my OG always said, like, oh, you always changing what you want to be. Because, mm-hmm. you know, when I, when I first, like, I wanted to be a, a boxer. My uncles are boxers. Uh, and one day they're, you know... I was maybe, I was reaching 200 pounds. and They was like, yo, come in the gym, box with us. For sure. So I did get into that. And, you know, that shit was fun. Um, but then, you know, I started training people. I became a trainer after that. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, all, throughout all this, I'm in, I'm in high school, middle school shit. You know, middle school, going into high school, into my high school days. And, you know, throughout the entire thing, the one thing that stood, like, consistent... Was I I would always write poetry. Mm. It never failed. Like, that was the one thing that I loved to do. Like, when I would get kicked out of class, they would send me to the office. I always had my notepad with me. I'd be writing some type of poetry. I would always try to write raps back in the day when I was little.
0: I, I, what was the subject matter of that poetry? Like, was you wearing like some dark shit? Or- oh,
1: man. It was, yeah. A lot of it was dark. I ain't gonna lie. I had a series. It mm-hmm. probably may be still on SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. I had a series called like Suicide. Oh, Bones. you was putting the poems on
0: SoundCloud? Yeah, like spoken
1: word and shit. I was in L-Tab. I don't know if you know what L-Tab is. Y-C-A. Mm-mm. So they do um, like a big poetry slam. Oh, shit. It's the biggest in Chicago. Mm-hmm. I used to do all that. Like, you know, I was really into poetry. And then, you know... There was a certain shift, you know, in time where I was just like, shit, I love music. You know, I'm writing poetry all the time. Writing raps already. So it's just like, let me let me learn how to do this. Let me learn how to make music. Because, like, I was, I was also in the church back in the day, too. So I, like, always had an infatuation with music. Because, you know, I would do the drums. You know, I was on choir a little bit. But one thing I learned super quick, I had no fucking rhythm. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, there's a lot of people who can hop on the drums, they have that perfect rhythm. I had no type of rhythm. Like even when I first started rapping, right rapping, off. Everything was off. I had to fucking really hack at everything to that fucking shit sound bad. You know, just off beat everything. And then, you know, I just had to work at it to become a point, you know, to where I'm at right now. But I mean, I think it was like ever since I was like 17, 17, 18, that's when it was just like, all right, I know I want to be an artist. I know I want to do music. You know, this is what we're gonna do. This is the craft that we're gonna work on. You mm-hmm. know, because I knew how to do it all. Like I, you know, construction. I did, done did a lot of things for work. For sure. But Absolutely. it was just like fuck. I want to do. I want to do music. One thing is, it's hard for. It was hard for me in the beginning, because mm-hmm. you know I didn't. I didn't know how to stay on beat. I didn't know what a a full bar. Oh, drop two bars. Like I didn't know what that shit meant. Mm-hmm. What that shit meant. But you know, it was just like, okay, let me work at it. I'm gonna keep doing it. Like you know, and this is what
0: I love to. I love hearing my song when I'm done. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm complete with it and shit. Okay, so talk to me about taking it serious, man. What does taking it serious look like? Like, what did you, what did you change? What did you start doing? Did you start researching studios? Did you have a homie that rap? Like, how did you so start making this shit happen? It's funny. So like, okay, I was uh.
1: My bad. I'm not talking to the mic. I was doing the poetry, then I switched to you know doing the raps, trying to take that serious, mm-hmm. and that I was still, at this whole time. I'm still in Chicago, and you know I'm I'm working with people, you know meeting new producers on my own. Met a producer, and I'm I'm in the studio every day. Like literally, I would come in. I would probably leave my crib around two p.m., get to the studio around three. Me and the producer would stay there. You know, I'd be recording. Sometimes I'll be helping. Sometimes I'll be shooting. You know, just trying to be in the in the music scene mm-hmm. and stuff. And we would be there to like four a.m.
0: And they let you come in there for free like that?
1: Uh, yeah. Because cool. the way it worked is, you know, I was I was chopping it up with this producer. I had did already did a few sessions with him. Mm-hmm. And you know, there was one day where he was like, "Yo, you usually like you usually call me around this time to you know book a session. What's going on?" And I'm like, you know, low key, I, I I blew all my bread just trying to, you know, not even thinking. I was just buying studio time. I was just here, here, here. Shit add up, you know? Yeah. And I'm like, I low key can't even do it. He's like, bro, slide. So I kind of started that. But like to me, that was taking it serious.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, in my head, it was like, oh, I'm in the studio every day. You know, I'm, I'm taking this, I'm taking this shit seriously. But it wasn't until literally this year, 2023. I'm working with one of my best homies. His name is So, Fucking he w- I'm working with him and then I'm just seeing we're doing shows. Oh, and now I'm able to make my like from those shows I'm making my own connections. And I'm like, okay, this is this is a whole different side of music that I wasn't never thinking about when I was in Chicago. Because the whole time I'm thinking, oh yeah, I'm in a studio every day. I'm dropping a song here and there. That's it. That's it. Mm-hmm. But there's a whole like networking side. There's a whole, you know. showing your face you know like there's so many different sides to music especially since everybody's doing this shit it's just like all right there's so much more to take this shit seriously so like yeah i took it serious when i was 17 in terms of like really like i know this is what i want to do but i didn't really take it seriously until probably this year where i'm just like okay i need i need to start doing for myself you know i need to all right let me make this connection oh hey y'all doing a show here let me do that Mm -hmm. Sure. You know, even like
0: even meeting up with you is like, hey, bro. You know, so sure. that's like that's what you gotta do, especially to put yourself out there as an artist. Still talking about being an artist, man. We talked about your subject matter when you was doing the poems, but once you start, you know what I'm saying, involved into a, a music artist. What 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 was that? Some of that early subject matter like, like what was, what type of what type of stuff was you putting out? Um, man, just basically like what I was going through at
1: life at the time. Um, so. Man, because I'm, I'm already thinking about those all the tracks. It was basically like a lot of it was just seeing my mom struggle, you know, really trying to talking about wanting to be there for her. You know, my mom plays a big part of my life um, it's because she was, you know, one consistent throughout the entire thing. It's always True. been me and her. Um But yeah, that's really it. Like um, just what we've been through, you know, like I said, like throughout my family is, you know, a lot of alcoholism addiction you know talking about that you know poverty and making it through that you know it sounds very cliche now that i say it but it's like that's really what it was from my lens though Mm. you know because i feel like especially coming from chicago that's a lot of chicago story you know struggle poverty but you know obviously everybody has their own unique lens their own eyes so Mm. that's always been my thing like Everything I seen through my eyes, what I went through and the way I perceived it, you know, because I feel like a lot of people will either not want to talk about some of the things that I talk about, you know, because like I do talk about, you know, whether because my mom had been abused, you know, that's something. And now that in life I'm comfortable with talking about Mm -hmm. just because I feel like it's it's something other people could relate to other people could hear. And it's just like, damn, you know. I, I had nobody to talk to Because when I was little I had nobody to talk to For about sure. it It's like you don't want to tell nobody that Like you, you're you in fucking middle school Like Oh yeah You know this happened to my OG Nah you don't want to say that mm. So it's just like Now coming to that point It's just like My big thing is like Trying to talk about Or back then You know Because my style has switched When I first started It was very much You know Okay what what are What are people not talking about You know What what in my life That I go through That I could show people it's like, oh yeah, I made it through this shit, mm-hmm. you know. So can
0: you, you know? Mm-hmm. You you talked about the the change of your music from then to now. Talk, just speak about the evolution from then to now. Like, why was it an evolution? Like, why didn't you per se stick to that? You know what I'm saying?
1: Uh, I feel like it was the my area. So like, um, I was here in Chicago when I made a lot of my earlier music. Mm-hmm. So it was very much a lot of what I was going through within the city, Mm -hmm. you know, and my family's here. So it was easier to connect to that and stuff. But so when I started to move, when I moved to Champaign and, you know, one, being in my own setting, like now I'm not living at my OGs no more. Mm -hmm. I'm by myself. It's it allowed me, I guess, a little more artistic freedom. Cause it wasn't always, it wasn't like, oh yeah, I got to rap about what's going on in Chicago. Mm -hmm. It was like, okay, you know, there's, you know, like there's other stuff. Like now I could say a lot of my stuff is more like heartfelt music. You know, I do sing a little more than I rap now. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I just feel like that is the area I I mean, I was in, you know, cause when we're over there and now I'm listening to, to rock bands you know you know there's a lot of rock music over there a lot of, a lot of different styles so just learning from those people you know I'm very big on like even when I was working with producers back in the day I I was never one to like yeah you know you take a hold of your music but I feel like if I'm working with a producer you know this is kind of your art too you know especially if you made the beat Mm -hmm. You know, we're working together You know, I'm going to have my ideas You know, you have it Like, let's, you know, work together Mm -hmm. And that's basically how The same way I am in
0: Champagne Like, if I meet an artist It'll be like Fuck it, yeah, we could do some of my style But let's do some of your style That's dope A lot of artists ain't like that A lot of artists come in With a man on one set sound What they going for And then they ain't really open to mm -hmm. Constructive criticism Or uh, or another opinion You know what I'm saying Even if it's the producer Or the engineer You know what I'm saying
1: I like to hear everybody Because, you know, you I feel like you may, you know what your sound sounds like. Like, for me personally, like, I know that I I like making sad music. Mm -hmm. You know, I could, you know, do it effortlessly. You know, I I have confidence to say that. But, you know, I do want to be an all-around artist. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be able to be on anybody's track, like, and sound good doing it. So that's why I do, like, uh... I, I like to hear people's opinions. Hey, you know, as a producer, what do you think about this? As an artist, what do you think about this? You know, or as just like a person sitting down and listening, what do you think about this?
0: Mm-hmm. You know, just so I could get that feedback. That's dope. That's dope. You mentioned OG a few times, man. It seemed like she a big part of your story. Mm-hmm. Talk to me about, <clears throat> has she always like been okay with you like rapping and the content you rap about and, you telling like you guys real life situations in the music is that something she was always comfortable with? Is that something you was always comfortable with sharing with her? Or talk to me about. Um
1: that? yeah, I've i I've, I've always been open. Like it's been like I said, it's been me and her for for a minute. Um right,
0: and she went like you ain't gonna be no rapper, you are gonna be a doctor.
1: Nah, I, she she's very she's very supportive. She she tries to make sure you know that I'm I'm doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, and I—that's all I could, uh, you know, appreciate from her, and all you know I could expect, you know, because this is like not necessarily the ideal path a motherfucker want their son, or you know, but she sees I'm into it, you know, she she knows I'm like serious about it, and on top of that, like I I, I bring her good, like it, <laughs> it's like with anything you do, like and you you know you go show your OG or whatever, you know, whoever I bring good work, mm-hmm. like I I make good music you know she thinks so i think so
0: yeah she listens so.
1: Yeah, she, mm-hmm. she listens to my music a lot um you know she thinks i make a music i think i make a music um she just she doesn't understand the music world too well For sure. For sure. but she, you know she i always have her support mm-hmm. you know in terms of like she's never saying like i want you to be a doctor or something else like nah she's like she, you say you want to rap you know you better do that shit to the fullest then like
0: Talk to me about the your support system outside of OG, you know what I'm saying? The rest of your family, are they supportive? You know what I'm saying? What's the support like, you know what I'm saying, from, from your immediate circle? You know what I'm saying? You feel like it could be more? You feel like...
1: I feel like you get more support from people you don't know than the people you do. Facts. That's... that's, um, that's facts. Yeah, that's that's all I could really say is, you know, I have my OG, but in terms of, you know, the family... You know, some some do, some don't. But, I, you know, I can't control their people people's lives. Like I've gotten like I'll post on Facebook. You know, I'm pretty sure a lot of people get the same thing. Like you'll post on Facebook, probably one person. But it's a full of a bunch of people you knew, like high school, family, friends, whatever shit. I'll post on Instagram or on TikTok and get more love. Then you know family or friends every show, so
0: you know what I be doing I be people that be like somebody be like yo I saw I saw your shit on Facebook I'm like why you ain't like it sure. come on like <laughs> I, I, I know you I you didn't it, I, like it know, you did everybody, everybody it. like you you ain't like it or shit like, why you ain't like it I like next time I like it if you like it so much I'm sure. literally like
1: but you know
0: that's what I've learned especially doing this
1: shit it's like I'll send my work to people like you know some close friends that I think are family too. And then, you know, I'll send it to a random, like, you know, Instagram
0: follower. Or just that a random, random motherfucker it, comment on your shit. You or know, your shit. that
1: motherfucker will post it before, you know, anybody you know.
0: You know what it is? A lot of times people, you know what I'm saying, when they see you doing better than them, or not even be doing better than you might just be chasing your dreams when they mm. see you chasing your dreams and they you know what I'm saying not doing what they really want to do you know what I'm saying it's like mm-hmm. they can't they can't condone that you know what that's what, I'm what saying? it is
1: because you know there's a lot of people that
0: you know they got what they want to do but
1: like you said they're not doing it and yeah. you know they just get mad at other people like oh I wish I could do that mm-hmm. it's just like you yeah. well, sorry I'm, that I'm doing what you yeah, want to do you mad at <laughs>
0: me because you're afraid to step out on that limb and chase your yeah, dreams, yeah you like know what I'm saying? but that's that's dope man it's dope that you got that good self-awareness so you able to navigate through all the bullshit mm-hmm. but let's get back to the music man talk to me about your creative process what kind of artist are you are you uh you say you spend a lot of time in the studio do you mm-hmm. write only in the studio do you freestyle punch in and out what's your creative process about? so
1: i've always like i said i wrote poetry so i've always been a writer at heart like i can sit down and always you know figure out something to write whatever uh, but lately, like I said, I'm, I'm a person. I like to grow. I like to get better at things, you know, or get better at things that I'm not good at. So, you know, I'm around a lot of people that freestyle. So as of lately, I have not wrote nothing. Cause oh, yeah. that's yeah? That don't be hard, man. Be it's like, hard. Like, I've been punching in. I've been punching in. There like, I'll do one or two lines. Because, like, even when I would write, like, on my phone, that's how I do it. I'll play mm-hmm. a beat out loud. And I'll sit there and I'll, you know, start feeling the beat or whatever. And I'll freestyle one or two bars. But immediately write that shit down because I'm going to forget. You know, because I'm I'm a forgetful person at heart. So it's just like, let me get that down before I forget. So transferring into punching in, it wasn't too difficult. You know, it was just like more thinking on the spot. Mm -hmm. You know, that was the hard part. Like, fuck, okay.
0: I'm saying, is it is it hard to like now you got the song laid out? Do you got like play it a hundred times to memorize it? Or yes, <laughs> that's the hard. That's what I'm thinking about. Like how, now, how do you memorize that shit? I'm
1: no, literally, because when the, you know when the producer asks you, I'm like, oh, highlight your track or you know, you know, double it. Right, we gonna go through it and again. It's like
0: <laughs> okay,
1: so we might have to punch in these doubles real quick. Like,
0: <laughs>
1: like my fault. This might take a while, but You can't double the main vocals. <laughs> literally, Bobby thinking that, but you know. You gotta, you know, harmonize yeah, a little yeah, bit, you yeah. know, do your little thing. <clears throat> but no, that that's the exact thought I always have because it's just like, like you said, I'm, a, like I said, I'm a forgetful person mm-hmm. at heart. So it's just like, oh,
0: you want me to double it? You want me to highlight? And what the fuck did I just say? Mm-hmm. <laughs> For sure, for sure. Still talking about the creative process, man. When you create music or projects, do you like having consideration? Like, I got to have a song for the radio. I have I gotta have a song for the ladies. I got have a song for a lakeshore drive, or do you mm-hmm. just create off the vibe?
1: Um, before I would create a lot of off the vibe. Uh, now I'm especially because I'm like I said, I'm, I'm trying to move. So like I've been working on champagne a lot. Um, when I was in Chicago, I wasn't doing the right things. Mm-hmm. So now that I'm back in Chicago, I want to do the right things, but I've I realized I'm like, man, if I go to, like, a bar, like a club-type bar, I can't be singing to these motherfuckers and, you know, getting all sad on them. On a
0: Friday night, they trying to hear really? that shit. It came out to be
1: unsaid. Literally, so it's just like, all right, I, I kind of do have to make, and like I said, like, I'm not mad at that I had to make because I'm like, I want to be able to That's do a turn Yeah, I want to be able to do both, all types of music. So it's just like... Now it's kind of putting me in that position. It's like okay, you 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 kind of have to make this music, and that's what I've been focusing on. Like I just been, My bad. I've been um trying to do you know more turn shit, mm-hmm. more like street or like for the hoes type shit, mm-hmm. um and just trying to steer away from the sad shit. Because mm-hmm. like I said, I could I could probably write write one right now if I wanted to, mm-hmm. but I know that's what I'm good at. Mm-hmm. So it's like okay, let's get better at the turn shit. Let's get better at the music for the ladies,
0: you know, all that. For sure. All right, man, we like in the social media era, man. It's like everything in social media is right in front of your face, you know what I'm saying, especially with you being an artist. Self-promotion is a big part of, of what you do, or it should be, you know what I'm saying. So how do you go about promoting yourself as an artist, you know what I'm saying? How do you go about getting your name out to the people who don't know you, you know what I'm saying? Or-
1: uh, I would say the big, the big first thing that I did, the first step that I really took – was uh, just showing my face places. For sure. Because um, I'm out. If I really want, like, if it were up to me, you know, I'll, I'll be at the crib. You know, if I can make money from the crib, I'll do it. If I can smoke, drink, all that, you know, I'll be in the crib all the time if I, if I can. But, you know, that's not life, so... Uh, I, you know, had to come to a point where it was like, man, even though I don't like being out at these parties or at these functions and shit. I'm the same way. You know, it's just like I kind of have to. Kind of have You to. know, at least, you know, meet people, network, you know, doing a show. You know, the minute I've learned that the minute that you stop showing your face, the minute you stop moving is the minute people for, will start forgetting. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, like I said, like even in champagne, like, sh- the amount of artists there are in the, in just Champaign, that small town. It's like, shit, if I do stop doing shows over there.
0: I'm going to forget about
1: you. You know, it's just like, so that was like the biggest part of really putting myself out there. Because even since I started, since the beginning of the year, since I started showing my face, mm-hmm. my Instagram followers went up 200. For sure. You know, not not a big step, but it's just like, man, just simply showing my face, showing up.
0: Yo, this is me. I'm Artist Joseph. You gotta think about if you keep doing that—that two hundred, four hundred, six hundred, a thousand. Know so now
1: I'm really like what you said. Now my turn. My turning point is the the social media aspect of it. You mm-hmm. know, really trying to put out uh, content. You know, and in a way that's unique to myself. Mm-hmm. You know, because I could just you know screen record my notes on the song posted you know but there's there's nothing original about that you're just listening to this song like you know with today's age of media and shit you kind of have to have that eye grabbing
0: you know video or something like then that's
1: going to tune in people bring in people
0: because sure. it's, it's such a such a short attention span if they flick on the something is Ain't what they like Or it ain't interesting All they gotta do is swipe up Or swipe left You know what I'm saying And then it's on to the next thing You know what I'm saying So definitely gotta set yourself apart Yeah I got a few more questions Before I let you get up out of here man But you being a recording artist Do you ever You know what I'm saying Find yourself Having to carry yourself A certain way You know what I'm saying Or have to watch what you say Like on social media Like in this age Like you can't It's hard to necessarily You know What they call it uh, They're not blackballed. They call it like uh.
1: Cancel,
0: cancel. you know yeah. what I'm saying, in This in this era. Do you, like, be conscious of, like, what you say? Like, my, you know what I'm saying? I can't say this because I might have a fan that's, you know yeah. what I'm saying, like that. Or do you just, like, I'm just myself. Take it to leave.
1: Take a sip of that word. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I don't know, bro. I, I think this cancel culture is bullshit. It is. It's bullshit um, it's You can't be yourself, really. Yeah, so. that's... I feel like man, in my journey, somebody may try to cancel me. Mm. I'm fine with that. It, it's because I, I do talk outlandish. I, I say shit I'm not supposed to. I I this. They be going back and getting old you tweets know, and like, shit. You know, like, I'll be in a fucking, I'll be chilling with people, say some random <clears> shit, and they'll be like, whoa, what, what, why did you, I'm just joking, damn, like, relax. Don't take what I'm saying serious. Mm. You know, but I've always been that type of person, so I'm not scared whatsoever, like, it's life. You know, somebody's always going to get offended. For sure. You know, um, oh. I just make sure, you know, my intentions are always in the right place. Mm. I never try to push people down, never try to do any of that shit or like belittle a community or whatever. I never try to do that. I, I do make a lot of jokes that are, you know, a motherfucker might be. All
0: right. You know what I'm saying? You you know, that,
1: I stand by my jokes. I feel like, you know, if people fuck with me, you know. They're going to fuck with my jokes and my personality and the way it comes off, so.
0: yeah, I'm just crazy. It's, it's such a different time, man, just from when I was a shorty. like it's, it's literally like words that we grew up saying that you can't say. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You I, say that shit. I say that, put it on YouTube. My dad, take the video down. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you like, get
1: I posted go. a TikTok video the other day. I, I don't even know it. I didn't even say nothing bad
0: like, we immediately. Call <laughs> each other this, just like, I know, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, that's crazy. All right, man. Before you go, man. You Know what I'm saying? It's a lot that goes into to, to, into what you do. You know what I'm saying? From being in the studio, from writing to networking, from coming out doing interviews. Mm. What's your favorite part of, of the entire process?
1: Uh, damn, I'm gonna pick two. I'm gonna pick two things, yeah, for sure. Um, one is the shows. Oh, yeah. Um, I like the shows to an extent just because. I don't know. It's just seeing everybody, you know, when you're actually seeing it in front of your pla- in front of your face, like motherfuckers listening to your music is different. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, damn, okay, motherfuckers are actually fucking like, you know, I'm pretty sure if somebody makes a song, they're gonna fuck with their own track for sure. But when you're sitting there in front of you know, fifteen to thirty people or what, let it be more like, and you're seeing, oh shit, they they rock with this too. it's you know, it's a pretty good feeling. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I would also say the the, uh, the meeting new artists. Um, like net, like networking is a big thing in the in the game in general but you would be surprised like one a friend you can make you know the people you might meet you know that it will either give you a different thought on the way you make music a mm-hmm. different thought on life you know just i feel like that's um an amazing part of this uh this whole process just like meeting new artists you know meet you cool. know you you know, anybody I do meet along the way, you know, that's the, the, the best part for me because, you know, it's somebody, it's a different insight, you know. They may say something this day that... You might learn something. You know, you know, and I'm always willing to learn. Like, I, I'm i not saying... I, I never say that I know everything because I don't. You know, I always want to learn from anybody, whoever it may be. You know, if I can learn something from you, then, you know, you know, I call it a win type shit.
0: That's what's up. That's what's up, man. So before you go, I always feel like in every situation, it's a yin and a yang. You know what I'm saying? Everything ain't always peaches and roses. It's life. You know what I'm saying? So with that being said, if you could take away one thing from everything you do, if it's from having to switch producers, from working with janky promoters, to having to find music, what's your least favorite part of the entire process?
1: Um, man, I I don't really know, cause like even with my with my entire process, like I went through my my thing with a janky uh, producer, you mm-hmm. know, and that's part of the part of the process I kind of re- you mm-hmm. know that I regretted the most. Mm-hmm. But even through that, I, I met hella people through that that producer, you know. Even though the reason I didn't like like that part of the process is because there's gonna be a lot of people that. Are gonna try to steer you, steer you in the direction that they want you to go. Mm-hmm. You know, for example, like I, I came to this producer being an artist. You know, I'm good. I could shoot videos. I know how to do all this shit. Like I'm, I learned quickly. You know, I was doing that, and he was like, "Okay, I want you to shoot this video, this video, this video." But we weren't recording no music for me, mm-hmm. and that that's like the like the part of it I don't like. I guess I would say is like. Is that people who are going to try to use you for what, what they can, you know, especially me being like, I I do like, for my boys, I'll shoot a little clip for you, you know, but like, I'm not a videographer. I don't do that. You know, don't try to make me something I'm not. Right. I'm an artist. That's what I want to do. Yeah. Respect my craft, man. You know, like, that. this is what I'm here for,
0: so don't don't put me nowhere else. For sure, for sure. Well, man, appreciate you coming through. If you could, one more time, plug the song is dropping today, Hopefully. Oh, yeah. And then let the people know where they can find you, where they can find the music, yes, where they can sir. work with you, all that good shit.
1: That's uh, something. The song is called Something. It should be dropping today. Again, it should be out by the time y'all see this podcast. Um, And it should be out on, it is out on all platforms. Everything you could think of, Spotify, Apple Music, TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, all that. Uh, so stream that motherfucker up.
0: Let's get this video to the highest motherfucking views, you know. You know that link will be in the description. Let them know where they can follow you. And um
1: Yeah, Artist Josa, all platforms. Uh Artist J-O-S-A. J-O-S-A. A lot of people think it's
0: Joseph. It sounds like it's, Joseph.
1: I know, bro. You know I be in the fucking, you know, in the like uh clubs and shit. What's your name? Artist Joseph. Joseph, Joseph. come up to the stage.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I know it's Artist Josa, J-O-S-A. Yeah, bet, bet. In a minute, gang. Enjoy the rest of your evening. Yes, sir.